0: The following program is paid for by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom.
1: And I'm excited because today's a completely impromptu kind of... Why are we hearing that? I'm also hearing, like, some feedback from my... Um, telephone. I wonder if I need to go turn that down. Richard, did you have a second? Could you come in and turn down my telephone because it's giving us feedback in the thing or get somebody to do that? Anyway, sorry, everybody. Uh, it's Jenny, and I'm here with you. And I'm doing this kind of real, down-to-earth, uh, impromptu show because we had our guest cancel. And I thought, how can I best connect with our audience today in a way that is honest and raw and and brings up some stuff that maybe you just happen to be dealing with today my prayer always is that you've tuned in for a specific reason and that we're gonna be a blessing to you today and uh that there's something in particular that you need to hear today you know why channel mom exists it's not doing it anymore sorry everybody talking about technical things it's it was her phone oh oh my gosh Amy Elaine. (laughs) Um, So here's the deal. I I had to come up with another guest. I could have just talked to you all day, but you guys might have gotten a little sick of me. So I am bringing on somebody today, but before I do that, I want to get to a little bit of business. Um, Number one, I just want to remind you that years ago, I believe that God put this thought in my head that when I left television and I suddenly realized how lonely the mom life can be and how people honored me a lot more when I was on television than they did when I became, quote, unquote, just a mom. And I'm talking about working moms, too. I'm not just saying you have to be a stay at home mom to be forgotten. It's, it's all moms. Your motherhood job is overlooked. And so I, I began to realize this um, kind of juxtaposition that. When I was on TV, people thought I was important. Or whether you're in a bank job or whatever, you're an executive or you're doing something important, quote-unquote, out there. When people look at you as just a mom or, or also a mom, that's your other job, people don't take it seriously. You get very little encouragement and applause and uh, advice and help and respect. And so that is why we are here. But not just to help you on the airwaves. God has put it on my heart to help every mom wherever I can on the ground, too. So please know that we're running ministries now. We're about to go into the prisons. We're also doing stuff with moms transitioning out of homelessness because I'll tell you what if there's a forgotten population of moms it's them the homeless moms and the moms in prison and then you know what happens Th- their kids get forgotten and their kids just follow the same pattern that mom was in unless you can rescue those moms so we're doing that as well we're going into suburban homes and having coffees and fellowship with moms there I go to churches go to businesses whatever if you ever want to have me come and, and inspire you hopefully you can sure find me uh channel mom at, what is my email address channel mom at gmail.com <laughs> and I'd love to hear that Last little bit of business. We need you. So we would love to have your support. Whatever you want to do, you can volunteer and come with us into the prisons or into the shelters or do our coffees with us, whatever it is. You can donate to us. Just go to channelmom.com. Even if it's just five or 10 bucks, you can donate to us. That would be a huge help as well. And finally, I'd love testimonials. If we have ever helped you or if today helps you and you would love to be on the air, call in to, and I'll give you the number 303 981 1918. 303 981 1918. And leave your testimonial and we'll play it on the air and people can know that we've helped a mom out there, which I know we have. I mean, I hear from people via email and other things all the time. Last thing, if you want to ask us a question today on Facebook Live, obviously we're on Facebook Live, as Amy and I get going, and if there's a question or a point you want to make, feel free, and I'll look at your notes, and we can talk about that as well. Okay, so here's the deal. I thought, I want to talk about real mom stuff. I want to talk about the perspective that Amy, Elaine, and I have, although we will not admit our exact ages, we're definitely in the (laughs) older mom category, and we've we've been down the trail, ladies, and we've been through some stuff, and so I thought, let's just kind of... I I was going to say a word that I probably can't say. (laughs) Um, Free something. We're freestyle. There we go. We're going to do freestyle today and uh, talk about some stuff that we've been through that has hurt and the lessons that we've learned that we've been able to pass on to our kids. So I do have in the house Amy Elaine Martinez. She does have a show right here on 94.7 The Word. She's on Facebook Live with us. She's also on the radio with us. You can also hear her on podcast when we repeat this show. And uh, she's got some stories. Man, does she have some stories. And I want to start out. Maybe this will prompt something for you. My daughter had to stay home today. Uh, Well, at the beginning of the day, because she's been sick. Off and on, she's been sick. And I, as I went in to, to tend to her in her room, first of all, a joy and a privilege. Now, yes, I know motherhood is tiring and it can be difficult, but man, the days when I still get to pamper her and treat her like when she was one years old, I can go in there and I can give her cups of hot tea and hug her and hold her and take her temperature and give her, I thought, I love this. I love mothering. I really do. And I used to be as selfish as the king of England. I mean, I was, I don't know that he was ever selfish, but yes, I used to be a super selfish person. And when I can go in and do that, I'm just blessed beyond measure. So as I was tending to her, this song was playing in the background. And I thought, oh, my gosh, I have to share this mom song with other people who have never heard it. I hope it's inspiring to you. But I felt like the best mother ever because this was like the soundtrack to me taking care of my daughter. So I hope it inspires you. It's Stephen Curtis Chapman. You're up all night with a screaming baby. All day
0: at the speed of life And every day you feel a little bit less Like the beautiful one
1: And now I'm crying, (laughs) not kidding, because, oh, my gosh, you hear the line in that song. Thank you, Stephen. Changing the world one little heartbeat at a time. Every mom needs to walk around with that banner across her like a little Miss America thing. Really, truly. And again, I'm not, I'm not idolizing motherhood. I'm not saying you're, you're more important than anybody else. But I am saying you're important. And I love what he captured in that song. On those discouraging days, girl, you need to remember that you're changing the world by the way in which you raise your babies.
0: I loved that. Didn't
1: you? Yes, we- you had me crying. <laughs> okay. So we've got Amy Elaine. And, and tell me share, because I know that the theme of your show is that you came from brokenness into victory. And and so was there some brokenness for you in motherhood? Were there some things that you thought, I am doing damage, and I I don't know what to do with my own damage, and am I reflecting that for my children? And tell me about that. So it's The brokenness that you went through that you were worried about passing on to your kids, because I know I have. You know, the
0: first thing that comes to mind when you say that is, yes, when my kids were really little, and I can remember a specific instance i'm just remembering it right now and it hurts to even think about it but one of my boys had a whole gallon of milk he's probably five and of course you know what happened right Threw up. on no it's on the counter and it oh he didn't drink it no the whole counter oh i think he drank whole gallon. No, like like, might no, have to not. go to the hospital for that he might have to <laughs> it splattered all over the floor and i was so mad and i can remember yelling at him really yelling at him just totally lost it and i didn't really understand at that moment how much i was hurting his spirit but we actually talked about maybe not that exact moment but other times mm-hmm. when he was young that my anger my rage the and i wasn't physically or anything you know or mm-hmm. anything, just my mouth Mm -hmm. But I was, you know, really awful with my mouth and just yelled at my kids. And I didn't call them names or anything like that, but yelled at them, scaring them. And I can remember how I... That broke my heart and mm-hmm. realizing how I had broken his spirit. And later on in life, my son and I were able to talk about that. And he said, yeah, it was bad, Mom. But I got past that, thank goodness. And we've been able to talk about it and bring some healing now yeah. about it. Yeah. But, you know, you don't think – I haven't thought about that in years. Yeah. Years. But I think every mom
1: has those moments. So you do. And they're, so, they're redeemable. They, they, yes. And that's what women needed to hear. Yes. I, I, one of my saddest – most difficult, and, and by the way, I could, I could list 20 things I do wrong, you know, I, I just could but my son, Otis who's now 20, um, was 4 years old, he was the apple of my eye, it's because I had my babies in my mid to late 30s I think like, I discovered motherhood for the first time, I really was a self-centered television reporter who thought I was all that in a bag of chips, and then I had a baby in front of me and I was like, oh my told me how fabulous motherhood is. I mean, I thought it was like the best invention ever. And, and, and so I don't think I have this like motherhood is a chore thing that maybe some moms when they're young, they, they go from like partying to having a baby in their arms and they don't know how to deal with it right after college or whatever it is right after high school. I was sort of, I'd already lived half my life and I thought, this is so amazing. However, I maybe over idolized my motherhood and over idolized my children because my son was four years old, almost four years old when my daughter was born. God has a a sense of humor. Both my babies were born in September. My husband was a head football coach, so he barely made it from the games to the hospital kind of thing. Anyway, Anyway, so Otis, the devastation for him when he saw his little sister yeah and the way in which I coddled her, and now she was my baby girl, and everything was pink, and everything was frilly, and she you know she could do no wrong because she's a baby, and he's four, so he's got issues you know and and I remember, and my husband has recalled for me the dejected look it makes me want to cry right now that my son had in the back of the car and and my my husband was terribly worried about him if my parents are listening they were worried about him as well because he saw oh my gosh I meant so much to mommy and maybe I don't mean so much anymore Mm -hmm. and I had written him this letter because I thought that might happen but I'm not sure if he was able to take it in about how much he meant to me before she was born. But, but here's the thing. I don't think I navigated that perfectly. I don't think I every day made sure that he knew that, that he mattered as much as the baby I was nursing and the baby I was constantly with and loving on. And, and so that's a mistake. But, again, it's redeemable. He now is my lovey boy. And, and in some ways, Mom can do no wrong now. He's, he's wonderful to me. So, it's yes, it's redeemable. But, but here's what I would say. I don't want you to talk about this. I think one of the most important things we can do is talk out loud about the problem that we we just enforced upon them or we just laid upon them and, and how we're working through it. I think it's so important that we
0: admit when we're wrong uh-huh. and, you know, just put it out there and say, Mommy messed up, yeah. you know? really messed up and I'm so sorry teaching them how to accept forgiveness give it how to say they're sorry and how to redeem the moment yeah is so important and you can do that right then and there
1: immediately just say I'm sorry yeah and but if you can't do it right then and there yes so if tempers are flaring or whatever you can do it later and, absolutely and I do think it is so important to process out loud. Not every little thing. No. Like if you're having sexual issues in your marriage or something, you don't have to process that out loud in front of your kids. That you, probably you, wouldn't be sense. You idea. see what I'm saying? But most things you can say out loud in front of your kids. Absolutely. Mom's really struggling with forgiveness today. I'm really having a hard time forgiving so-and-so. Or what, or mom yelled and I shouldn't have yelled and this is what I'm feeling. Is there any chance you can forgive me and how can we talk about forgiveness? or Whatever it is, I think processing out loud admitting our faults. They don't have to see you as perfect. A- and then watching the, them watching you process what you're doing i've watched my daughter mimic the way that i talk about forgiveness like oh my gosh i'm so and then my daughter will say me too me too maybe we should pray about it you know i've seen her mimic what i the processes i've gone through so so we're gonna have to go to break soon but but what is the brokenness amy lane amy lane that you have on your heart just for you know 60 seconds and then we can continue in the next segment that you wish every mom knew was um overcomable? Ooh, that's a big one, Jenny. I may have to think about
0: that. But I would say that the brokenness of our past and the mistakes that we made maybe before we were a mom or before we got married and had kids or whatever, those kind of things can weigh so heavy on us that the shame from that begins to affect our kids. Yeah,
1: okay, and uh, we're not even cognizant of it.
0: Yeah, we don't even know it. So we really have to get past our brokenness so that we can make sure that we're not projecting it onto them.
1: Yeah, and, and, and so meaning, if, if you feel bad about going to a counselor, if you feel bad about spending time on yourself or um, working through something with a friend or whatever, you should remember that in a way, when you're working through your own past baggage, you're doing this for your children. Absolutely, yeah. yes.
0: We want to be the best moms that we can be for them, and we also want to be the best you know, wife or
1: the best friend that we can be for others. Yeah. Um I I just want to encourage moms that, that problems are okay. Talking about them out loud in front of your children is okay, as long as you're not going into right. you know adult detail. Um, but but also working on your problems and addressing them is okay. I feel like so often in this Facebook world where you're posting your margaritas in Mexico, nobody feels like they can have on-their-sleeve problems. And, and I, I was just reading a book today where the mom was talking about how she threw a sippy cup against the wall and thought she was going to practically kill her kids. And, 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 okay, so work it out, out loud, and don't feel bad about it. We'll be right back with Amy Elaine Martinez. Stay tuned for the rest of Channel Mom. For moms, because moms have one of the most important jobs on the planet. We serve you through the media, like our radio show and podcast and YouTube channel, with helpful interviews and advice. We do outreach from others through churches, speaking events, Channel Mom coffees, and now in prisons, and for moms dealing with homelessness. We'd love to serve you or have you volunteer with us, because moms need to be honored. So tell us if you need a speaker or help from our outreach or just want to become a partner to keep Channel Mom thriving for moms at ChannelMom.com.
0: It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean-Schmidt. We're here for you.
1: Oh, yes, we are. And uh, I'm hoping that you've tuned in for a reason today and that some of the stories and the lessons that we're sharing are something you just needed to hear to comfort your own mom's heart, your own mothering heart. Uh, I do want to remind you that, that we're here for a reason, that, that the donors who I'm so grateful for um, are what keep us on the air and keep us on the ground helping moms, but also the sponsors that come alongside us. And, and two of those are lifecenterlittleton.org. Speaking of problems, if you know anybody or if you're going through a struggle and you just need some help, maybe you need to get a GED, maybe you need some legal advice and you can get legal aid or maybe you need just a support group. You're going through some stuff and you just need a support group and somebody to listen to you. LifeCenterLittleton.org has so many things to offer to families who are struggling, to single moms who are struggling. So please check them out at LifeCenterLittleton.org. And then also, I don't know about you, but I have a furnace that's going and we keep trying to fix it so that we don't have to, because we've had to repair everything in our house this year, it seems like. like It's that 25 year mark where everything falls apart. Uh, but, But I'll tell you what, Jared at Premier Mechanical can and come out and give you a $39 diagnostic. He's very proud of the fact that he does not upsell. He doesn't oversell. He just wants to diagnose what's going on. He'll fix it if he needs to or he'll get you a new one. He also deals with ACs and swamp coolers and boilers. The whole deal. He's the real deal. I really appreciate Jared and the kind of work he does. He's got integrity. So I hope you'll look him up at claimyourcomfort.com claimyourcomfort.com Okay, so we're back with Amy Elaine Martinez. I do want to say she's got a show right here on 94.7 The Word. So if you're listening on Saturday when Channel Mom is repeated. Amy Elaine is on at 6 a.m. just before me. I'm on at 7 a.m. Channel Mom is. And then uh, Channel Mom is on at 2.30, but you're on at 4 p.m. Yes. And the name of your show is
0: Real Victory Radio.
1: Yes. And in that line, line of the thinking, you've got a book called Becoming a Victory Girl. I do want to let you know that Amy Elaine's given it away out of the kindness of her heart today. It's a beautiful little book. Becoming a Victory Girl. If you're going through a struggle, if you don't know how to get out the other side, if you want Real talk, if you want real hope, Amy Elaine's happy to give this book away today for free. Or you can note on Facebook Live that you'd like a copy. One more time, 303-873-1935. Don't be shy. Hey, and if you call and you feel like giving a little donation to help out our prison ministry or our homeless ministry or our radio ministry, we'd love to to have you. Just even $5 or $10. You could make a pledge when you call in for the book. 303-873-1935. Maybe this book's meant for you, Becoming a Victory Girl. Okay, so... I, I want to touch again on these lessons that spring out of our troubles and, and you talk a lot when you and I are talking when you 're on the radio you refer to this brokenness thing and I, I could share I mean i've got I, I was when I was little I was dragged by a car I went through meningitis I, I did things in, in my past that I 'm not proud of I partied in college there are things I've had to overcome and forgive myself and forgive others for there are lessons that I haven't passed on to my children quite the way I wanted to i've let them have way too much time on screens you know there are things that i 'm struggling with and, and some of that stuff may sound like that's not a real problem but I've gone through some sickness which I'm going to keep wanting to get the courage to talk about but I've gone through some stuff that's real stuff And, and, and as you're going through these things you're parenting at the same time and how do you reconcile the two of those so talk about your own brokenness again and what you're referring to what are you referring to when you say you had to have victory over your brokenness
0: you know, Jenny, I think that the biggest thing about brokenness is that we, we don't want to get
1: stuck in our broken, brokenness.
0: Mm-hmm. We want to move
1: beyond it. But it, how? What if it's habitual yes. in your head and in your heart and you think, I've always felt this way and I've always made these mistakes. How do I get my brain
0: out of this pattern? Well, that is where becoming a victory girl can help you because it is chock full of scripture that is going to be able to just speak life into you and help you to get to the other side of that. Because once we can begin to see our brokenness as something that was it doesn't have to be anymore Uh it can be something we move beyond and move past and begin to live that life of victory then we begin we have to get a victory mindset so that we can explain that change when we change the way we think about ourselves and our
1: situation, there is hope for every situation. But how did you begin to do that? Like, did you talk to yourself? Did you give notes to yourself? Did you just read the same 10 scriptures every day? What did you do to start to to think of yourself as victorious instead of broken? You know, I think that, yes, in the book, I have some
0: tips that talk about some becoming statements you have to begin to speak to yourself and over yourself that the things that are going to bring life out of you and for instance we could look at one of these and it says um i am a daughter of the king and he's got my back knowing that somebody's got your back mm-hmm. that you are covered and that you will be able to be victorious. Just that in and of itself brings so much
1: power to your thought life, thinking, oh, I'm not in this alone. Yeah, and let me say this to a mom who's not encouraged yet, or maybe you've got a child who struggles with the way they talk about themselves. It, I'll tell you what, it is It is a slow process, like most things in life. So, so I've been going through this transitional thing with my brain, and I have discovered that slowly, ever so slowly, the more I insist on saying no, and I say, uh, my New Year's resolution was to say no out loud to the, the bad thoughts. So I'm like a crazy person walking through Safeway going, no, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> and people are looking for the person I'm talking to, and there's no one there. And so I say no to myself, and then I move on to the more positive thought. And very slowly, I've begun to believe that the God of the universe loves me, which I have not believed for the first fifty years of my life do you, do you know what I mean? I do know, and, and so you have to say no. can you give people an example if you don 't mind of something that was broken in you like I, I, just to make you feel better? I can give an example. I was somebody who felt like when I walked in the room i was i 'm never quite good enough i 'm never quite the one that that people will think is quite. I don't know, uh, smart enough, pretty enough, uh, successful enough, rich enough, um, you know, has enough status. Now I've certainly had pride in my life, but I, but I had that issue. And so I had, I've had superstitions my whole life. Like I have to touch this or I have to say this out loud or I have to, I have to kiss that. I'm not kidding. Like these are things that I would do to make me feel better about me. Like I was acceptable, like somebody was watching. Um, and I would anthropomorphize things. I would make things into as though they could see me. Like, well, but if the couch sees me and, and what I'm wearing or how much I weigh today or whatever it is, so I had crazy stuff going on to try to make myself feel acceptable. Why don't you tell about your little broken patterns? Wow. My broken
0: patterns would be just really, you know, they were not as much thought processes for me. They were more behavioral issues. Can you list one? I can list one. You know, I um, was married mm-hmm. before. I married my husband. This this one. Um, I've been married for 25 years this time. But I was married before, and I actually found myself in a situation where I cheated on my husband. And my behaviors were not that of somebody who was honoring marriage or, you know, going uh, really wanting to live a victorious life. I was pretty broken.
1: And I. So when would, you did that, yeah. On the other side of it, how did you feel after committing adultery? Oh, I felt horrible. I mean, I felt
0: awful. I felt horrible about myself. And what I had to begin to do was to find myself the things that were not working, the things that were distracting me, and shut those things down so that I was more focused on my marriage. And what happened, Jenny, was that 10 years into my second marriage, I found myself in the exact same situation that I had been in before Mm -hmm. when I had cheated on my first husband. And I was at a place where I almost let that happen again. And thank God I didn't. And I had to take a serious look at my life of how, whoa, what am I doing? Where am I hanging out? Why did this happen again? Why did this root come back?
1: Yeah, and I love that. And and this is my mom tip in that. When I have found myself in the same old struggles or Mm -hmm. the same old patterns or or bad behavior, and I've got plenty of bad behavior in my background, and it sounds like you've got some too. We all do. I I have, again, talking out loud with your kids. But if you watch your kids go through bad behavior, and maybe it's repeating some of your stuff, Mm -hmm. I think it's so important to talk them and walk them through that with God. Yes, and sit down and say okay so let's look at it and not be condemning but not let them off the hook right? and say let's look at it and how are we going to process through this and what does God say about this and what would you like to do to get beyond this and are there some things that we can do together are there things, some, some things you can do on your own so important to address problems and I think that's kind of been the theme today don't don't be afraid to address your problems or your kids' problems. And just look at them, talk to them, be real, and get them to address them and you're on your own. And it's okay for them to watch you address your own problems. It is. So how do people find you? How do they find me? You can find me
0: at com. That's A-M-Y-E-L-A-I-N-E dot com. And then I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram at Amy
1: ministries right. or amy lane ministries okay right on again if you want to win amy lane's book becoming a victory girl because i'm just going to steal it if you don't call in and get it we've got a couple to give away becoming a victory girl 303-873-1935 maybe it's meant for you 303-873-1935 okay if nobody's thanked you today mom for all that you do all the problems that you're trying to get through all the stuff you're trying to do for your kids who are struggling with their own problems god bless you thank you for all you do check us out at channelmom.com. you get more content there have a beautiful weekend